Join us at DetroitCityDeals.com. We're bringing customers deals and local businesses exposure. Hi, this is Kelly J of Edith Lamb and Redford, Michigan. Being a part of Detroit City Deals has been beneficial for my business. I've got new clients as well as exposure. So get on DetroitCityDeals.com today. I am Teresa, owner of Ambitious Boutique in Longonia, Michigan. Come check us out. I am a new member of Detroit City Deals, where I have gained so many new customers. So come check out DetroitCityDeals.com today. Detroit City Deals has three advertising packages that will meet your budget. Basic, featured, or premium packages. Each package offering more perks and benefits remaining affordable for less than $2 per day. Welcome to DetroitCityDeals.com. DetroitCityDeals.com. Hey. Welcome to DetroitCityDeals.com. I'm your host, Lauren Lewis. I hope everybody had a great week last week. As I always say, so many things going on. Blessed to be here. So today, we're going to have another exciting show and the reason why it is, we have Dr. Patricia Felton here from Ambassadors Institute. But the reason why the show is going to be exciting is uh, how Detroit City Deals always talks about uh, expansion or growing or elevation, uh, moving up different direction. And that's exactly what Ambassador Institutes is doing. Welcome, Dr. Patricia Felton. Thank you for being here. Inviting me to speak on Detroit City Deals. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. And you've been a guest with us before, but you know, uh, you've been with Detroit City Deals now almost a year. Almost a year. Almost yes. a year, yes. And uh, we got some exciting things to talk about. The topic today is business expansion, but the reason why that is is because Dr. Felton is moving on up. <laughs> Only way to go. That's right. <laughs> well, it's not the only way. It's the better way. Well, that's yeah, true. You know, because most people, you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's so funny. Today, I put a post on about change, right? And I had one person to um, basically say, well, not always. Mm-hmm. But what they told me was their perspective. It was in a positive connotation. Mm-hmm. But their mental and mindset was negative you get what i'm saying so that just i didn't even respond it just let me know where people are it's like well not always change is not good always well i'm talking about if it's something for self-improvement if it's to elevate not of course if it's something that's going to tear you down then no uh change can but you got to be adaptive to you know to make things happen well you know change is going to happen whether we accept it or don't you got that right because time moves on life moves on Mm mm-hmm you get older, yes. unless you decide you're going to stop living, but you're going to change in some way or the other. The issue is deciding how you want to change, mm-hmm. whether you want to be positive about the change or whether or not you want to accept what life gives you mm-hmm. and succumb to the environmental changes that you don't have any control over. We have control over ourselves. Yes. So that we can control and change, positive or negative. You got that right. And that's exactly how I felt. I was like, you know, it's not comfortable. Mm-mm. Even when it's positive, it's not comfortable because it's different. Yes, it is. And, you know, it's like I said, now in this world, if you're not 
willing to adapt and have the attitude and persona to roll with it, mm-hmm. you're going to be left behind. Absolutely. And just not today, any century. I did my dissertation on stress and self-regulation. Mm. And what I learned by that research is that the reason humankind has survived, because we've been able to change, mm-hmm. been able to self-regulate ourselves so that we can complete goals, complete tasks, and be successful. Involving. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know, um, which leads me to where you began a year ago to where you are now. Can you kind of just tell us you've evolved? Sure. I'll, I'll start off by saying that Ambassadors Institute uh, opened up in uh, February of 2019. And so we struggled. We, we had a little small office that was about 350 square feet, and we struggled to get it going. Then COVID hit, mm-hmm. and we had to close our doors, and we tried to do online. Uh, But that didn't work, but we just kept the office going anyway, Mm -hmm. which was very difficult not having any revenue. I was using a lot of my own finances because I don't believe in trying to get in debt. So um, last, uh, I guess it was this year, uh, we finally was able to contact with uh, different systems, and we were able to start our classes, which we had our uh, first class in May, and by July we had had three classes because we have a class every month. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know if everybody believes in the Holy Spirit, but I do. And the Holy Spirit told me to start looking for a place. I'm thinking, looking for a place? Where I want to, why would I should be looking? I, you know, I'm just not starting here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, we start looking, and the day we found our place was the same day the, the previous tenor had sent in their lease that they were leaving. Wow. That same day. Mm-hmm. And so I was the first, when I saw the, 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 the suite that we're in, it's uh, 950 square feet. So it's twice the size we had. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that's where I was supposed to be because it all just fell in place. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so the broker said, oh, we, I want you to have this, Ms. Felton. I want you to have it, Dr. Felton. This will be a perfect place for the school. So since then, we moved in August, and we had our ribbon cutting and open house last Wednesday for the the city. The mayor came, and different city council Mm -hmm. members came, and so it was very nice. We love the facility. We still have little things that we need to do, but we're happy to be there on Southfield Road, and we're excited. So... Now that you got that part, now tell people what's going on Saturday. I want to make sure that people understand that there's an invitation out there from um, Detroit City Deals for Ambassadors Institute. Exactly. We're having our open house Saturday from 3 to 6. 2 to 6, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have, And we're welcoming everybody. Come out and see our new facility. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look at our classroom, our office area. Everything is uh, repainted. We have new floors. Uh, Our furniture that we had in our last school just fits perfect in the environment. So we're inviting everybody to come out. Just come out and walk through, walk in, walk out, and tell people about the school. Absolutely. And one important thing is, well, I'll be there. Mm -hmm. I will definitely be there. I'm so excited uh, for you. I know it had to be 
just like a revelation to walk through those doors and say, this is my new school. Oh, I know that had to be. Well, not only that, one thing I want to share with the audience, you think now, most people may not know it, but I have an MBA. Mm-hmm. And my MBA is in finance. Okay. You can have all the education there is, but it's not until you do something that you learn what you're doing. Yes. So we moved from an office building setting to this individual suite that faces the city. I had no idea that I had to get a special permission from the city of Lathrop, that I had to get uh, a special uh, uh, survey for them to come into the building. I had no idea I had to pay all this extra amount of monies because I was moving into a separate building versus being in a suite. There was nobody that told me that. Certificate of occupancy and a special use permit. Exactly. Nobody shared that with me. Mm -hmm. So that's a learning I had to have. Mm -hmm. So just because you have a degree doesn't mean you know everything. Mm -hmm. It means you know something. Yeah. And many things we have to learn by experience Mm -hmm. if other individuals don't share with you what you need to know. And I think that's the importance of Detroit City Deals because you have individuals here who are sharing with those who are looking to get into business different things they need to do so they don't have to have the struggles I did Mm -hmm. when I moved to my new facility. You know what is so funny, and I'm not even meaning to, uh, I guess basically tear up but I don't think nobody knows how much passion I have to help people mm-hmm. and uh because it's rough out here it is and um you try to start a business you don't have money there's no way to advertise everybody want to come at you with four and five hundred dollars and everything you got most times you are using your personal money people tell you to go out you know sometimes you'll get an investor but by the time you can get the money they want it back you get what I'm saying? Yes. So people are financially strapped, so there's really no way. So that's why, you know, with Detroit City Deals, I try my best to continue to give because where you're at today don't mean you'll be there tomorrow. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, but you got to start somewhere, and it's got to be, I think, somebody there that's going to say, like, you know what, I don't have to have it all right now. If we all can start somewhere, that don't mean five years now we may be just completely on another level but mm-hmm. we got to start somewhere right absolutely and you have to be you have to be consistent yes knowing that maybe it won't happen tomorrow but mm-hmm. if you stay on that path yeah it's going to happen and so that's how i felt about ambassadors institute uh with our training of, of nursing we have a hundred percent graduation of students now when they pass, go take their certification they have they have passed certification and so we believe in relationships with our students. Mm-hmm. We believe in supporting the students, encouraging them, giving them some information for life skills as well as for nursing. And so I think that has served us well because we have students that come back and say, I just want to come and visit. Mm-hmm. You and, know. and grateful and be thankful grateful. because you want them to pass and to graduate. So yeah. that means you're pouring a lot of yourself. It's just not academic. It's the fact that you care, that you want them to be successful. Exactly. Because your integrity, your name, everything goes before that. So it's not just ambassadors. It's truly Dr. Patricia Felton. You want to make sure that people know if – you come to my school, you're going to be ready to go. Yes, you are. You are going to pass. Yes. And okay. so can you tell people a little bit more about the program sure. and how long the program is? Mm-hmm. And um, 
what to do. Uh, so our program, we have two programs. We have a nursing assistant program, which is a four-week program. In those four weeks, you have three weeks of theory, and then you have one full week of nothing but practice and clinical skills. But the fourth week, I'm sorry, you go to clinical for three days, three eight-hour days. But for three weeks, we do a lot of theory, and it's only four days a week, Monday through Thursday. We meet from 9 to 3.30, and um, after the three weeks, then the fourth week, as I said, is 7 to 3.30 when they go to a clinical setting to practice the skills that they've learned. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, what I do is after they graduate, I offer myself with remediation so they can come back to the school up to 20 hours and practice the skills over and over again until they perfect them mm -hmm. so when they go to the skills testing they will pass okay now skills testing that's off-site like like licensed by the state right the state has a company called headmaster mm -hmm. that does the knowledge testing and the skills testing of each student so they have two parts to their tests they have to take a knowledge test, which is done on the computer, and then they have to take a skills test, which they have to demonstrate three different skills that the surveyor is going to give them. Okay. And so we have them to practice and practice and practice until they get those skills perfected before we allow them to go take the test. Okay. And then, so that's one course, and then the other, you have two courses, right? The other course, and by the way, we do pay for their first test. Oh. Yeah, so if they okay. come to the school, we give them everything. We give them a uniform. We give them a warm-up jacket. We give them a backpack, the blood pressure cuff and stethoscope. We even uh, pay part of their stipend, not all of it, if they have problems traveling. We pay for gasoline. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we just started doing that to help the students get to the school. Yes. Okay, so... I noticed on here it said tuition is all-inclusive. Mm -hmm. So there's one price. Are you saying that there's a assistance if they have? There's one price. Okay. It includes a, 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 a uh, traveling a gas stipend. Mm -hmm. So they get a gas card or either we pay for Uber, Uber to come and pick them up. But it's, it's not for the total program. Mm -hmm. The total program is 32 weeks or 32 visits. Okay. We pay for 20 of the 32. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, again, the the, the program uh, is certified by the state. Mm -hmm. So once they pass their, their tests, we have to sign for them to go get certified. The other program we have is a patient care technician program. Mm -hmm. And that program is a 10-week program. And we normally get that program up and going when we have at least two students who are interested. That program meets uh, in the evenings from 4 to 9. Okay. And they meet for 10 weeks. Mm, okay. Now, what's the difference between the nursing assistant and the patient care technician? The patient care technician normally works within acute care settings, mm. and they draw blood and do EKGs. So we train them in phlebotomy skills, and we train them how to do EKGs where the uh, nursing assistant is really focused on working in long-term care. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yes. So with the program being as good as it is, and with now you see in healthcare, so job placement is not difficult then? No. At least once a week I get a call from someone saying, do you have a SENA? Do you have somebody? Because I need somebody to mm -hmm. work. 
So we constantly gets called, we get calls on people asking, do you have somebody that can come? Matter of fact, one of our students, we just got him a job last week. Okay. And they're working in home health care. Oh, wonderful. Now, I don't know, uh, Dr. Felton, from the time that we originally started Detroit City Deals uh, in the premium package, do you know now there's two sections that have been added? One is employment opportunity. So if you're on there, okay. then there's an avenue to add that to uh, okay. uh, the listing so that people know that there's other opportunities for employment as well. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, or if you're hiring, there's also for um, that you'll be able to post that as well. Okay, good. Yes. That's good to know. Your events. Mm -hmm. So that's also, we've upgraded some stuff yeah. too so that, you know, we'll be able to help those who are on there so that information, when people get on there, they'll be able to see that. Mm -hmm. And um, another thing, this healthcare. Um, Every time I turn on this, there is a new urgent care facility. And I'm like, emergency rooms are extremely packed. So that's why I said the job placement has to be, inc I mean, successful because I don't know where they're going to get all the help. Well, the, the studies show that the baby boomers, which I'm part of that generation, mm -hmm. are the biggest population that are going to need health care. And that's the 65 years and older. And so that population is huge. Mm -hmm. And so that you're going to always need health care because it's very difficult work. Uh, it's harder than most people think as far as on the mind and body. And many people go into it and mm -hmm. they uh, end up going to another profession because health care teaches you a lot of common sense it teaches you a way of thinking mm -hmm. that you can use those skills in other areas I just want to add one thing the one other thing we added to the program that's not here is I do private NCLEX tutoring now NCLEX is the nursing board for RNs and LPNs oh wow okay and so I tutor students to pass that boards and I've had uh, a 95, I'll say, I won't say 100, but I'll say a 95% pass rate of students who I tutor, and then they go take their boards. Oh, that's excellent. That is excellent. And it's so needed because a lot of times people are not good. You know how it's two ways. People can have a hands-on skill and not yes. the practical. Yes. Can't pass the test. Or you have just the opposite where a person is book smart, but they can't apply the skill. Right. So sometimes, either way, a person needs to have additional help, so that's good. Yes, and with my, my tutoring is it's about content, but the, a lot of reasons the students don't pass boards the first time is that you're not taught how to taste, take tests. Mm -hmm. It's so much information in nursing school that's taught that they don't take time to teach you how do you take a multiple choice test, how did, what strategies should you use when you get ready to answer the questions. Mm -hmm. So those are the things I teach in my tutoring class. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that's not my, you know, I help take care of my mother. But I think love is what got me, pa you know, past it. She had the feeding tube and everything. But I think not that I had the skill of it, but God gave me the ability to help my mother. When I think about the compassion that is needed for mm. you to go into yeah. the hospital, for someone to be able to take care of you, it's a special person. It's a gift. It is. It is a gift. Mm -hmm. And, uh just so much respect for the industry because even when I watch it on TV, I know it's just <laughs> seems like I'm like, oh, 
I'd have to walk out of there, you know, because you're just not made and built for everything, you know. Yeah, I've had students who start the program and drop out, and I always tell this story because it's really cute. I had a student who was 18 because you could start the program at 18 years mm -hmm. old. And so as we, this is the third uh, day of the class, first week, third day, and I'm talking about providing care and going and talking to the patient. Mm -hmm. And so she raised her hand in class and she said, Miss Felton. I said, yes. She said, do I have to touch these people? <laughs> and I Aww. said, do you have to touch them? I said, yes. Mm -hmm. And she said, but they don't know me. And I said, and you, and, and they, she said, I don't know them. And I said, and they don't know you either. Mm -hmm. I said, but it's okay because you'll get to know them and they will trust you so you yes. can touch them. And she said, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I mm -hmm. said, that's part of the profession. Yeah. So <laughs> if you right there in the beginning, yes, yeah, pretty much you doomed for the rest. <laughs> it's like, oh no. But you know, and, and not to mention, I think the biggest thing too about healthcare no matter what capacity you're in is you got to be a critical thinker. Oh yeah. You have to be a problem solver and you don't have all this time to figure it out. No, you have so to, you have to know what you're yeah, going to do. Yes. You got to go all in, go hard, stay home. There you go. <laughs> so, so of course, you know, that student didn't finish the class because yes. she said it wasn't for her. Yeah. <laughs> but at least she was honest, you know, yes. Yes. instead of, you know, cause sometimes I think in, in a lot of professions, People say, oh, I can do this, and they do it, and you realize you don't, like, you don't fit into this category. You're trying to force yourself into something that you're really not equipped for. Yes. But healthcare is too critical to be playing games. I'd rather somebody say, hey, I can't do this, mm -hmm. than for somebody to sit there and make it through it, and then someone's life's on the line, and Absolutely. you can't make it. Absolutely. So it's like that's uh, – When I'm tutoring my – uh, these RNs who are getting ready to pass boards, when they get questions wrong, my kids laugh because I tutor on, on Zoom. Okay. And they said, you were yelling at them. You were fussing at them. And they didn't get upset. I said, they don't need to. I said, because they're dealing with people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I said, right. and I'm not playing. Mm -hmm. You, you got to know this. Yeah. Don't act with me like you don't know. I know you don't know. Right. But you're going to know when you're done with me because I don't want you to go out there and touch a patient and you kill them because you're stupid. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and this is this is not uh this is not funny at at all. It's not a but it was a lady in uh, California in this one ward in this one particular room every patient that went in there died. Wow. Okay, they could not understand it. Took all the, you know, took everything out. They cleaned the rooms, they sanitized it. They didn't know what was going on, but every time and it was a two bed room. It was the the bed that was closest to the wall. Okay. I mean, to the door. Yeah. Oh, I apologize, to the door. So they couldn't understand why. It was like it was mysterious. So, you know, they of course they don't tell people that you shouldn't go in this room because they got to occupy the hospital. Right. So it happened again. So the person, ICU, they don't know what happened, and literally this person died. So they did all this investigation and come to find out, do you know what it was? What? It was the housekeeper who was going in and unplugging the oxygen wow. to plug up the vacuum cleaner. Oh my! Yep. Oh my! And that's what that's what it was. They had found out she didn't know the equipment. You know, she wasn't in the medical industry, but it, the, all the things are just. It's so critical. It does. People's you, care is so critical. And you, you can know? do one little thing and cause a person to die and don't even realize it. 
in my, in my teaching, I always tell the story of a patient that I had when I was doing clinicals with some students years ago. And they were getting ready to take the patient to the operating room. Mm -hmm. And she was a very frail woman and she didn't speak English. And when we would take her, our, her food in there, she would refuse it. Well, one of the first things we teach nursing students is do oral care. So I suggested that she go ahead and do oral care with this woman, even though she didn't want to eat. Mm -hmm. Well, when she took out her dentures, she had sores all in her mouth. Aww. Because mm -hmm. nobody took time to take her dentures out and clean her mouth. Mm. And so when I told the nurse of all these sores, that's why she didn't want to eat. Right. And they were getting ready to take her to surgery, put in a permanent feeding tube. Because they thought that's what she needed because she didn't eat. And so I tell that story because every day nurses save lives. Mm -hmm. And that woman could have died because yeah. she was already weak and frail from not eating. Mm -hmm. And if they had taken her into the OR and did surgery on her with all these sores in her mouth and she was already infected, right? what could have happened to her afterwards? So we were able to, once we told the nurse in charge, mm -hmm. she said, oh, my God, let me cancel surgery and let mm -hmm. me give something to heal those sores. So the next week I came with nursing students. The patient was smiling. Aww, she was waving at us. Yes. She was eating. She was happy. And so I always tell that story because something that simple, I know we saved that patient's life. Yes, yes. Just making sure we do oral care. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it says a lot about you. And, and what made you start the institute what was it what was the motivation well uh when i was 12 i always said i wanted to be a nurse so i'm living my dream although i've gotten other degrees trying to get out of nursing because it's so hard <laughs> but then i end up back in nursing. back in nurse so in 2019 uh, i worked for an lpn program and i was teaching and they closed the program down mm -hmm. and so i said what am i gonna do now lord I don't want to retire. I want to still be useful and have purpose. Yeah. And so um, the Lord directed me, you need to start a school. Mm -hmm. And and so that's how the school got started. And the name Ambassador Institute comes from 2 Corinthians 5 and 20. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, I love the, the logo because it just looks so prestigious. And the colors are regal because you have the purple which is royal and yes. the gold of honor mm -hmm. so that's um mm -hmm. just the it just like it looks like armor it really <laughs> ambassadors it looks like a, a like an armor or a shield yes you know mm -hmm. so i think it represents uh exactly what you're doing mm -hmm. so the class schedules so if a person wants to enroll when would be the next time that they would it would be available for them to get in, in either program we enroll monthly Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can enroll each month. You just call us, and mm -hmm. uh, we're starting our next registration for January. It started already. And so every month we have a class. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so is there any way a person could be denied from being in your program? Not really. No. No? Just if they're just not ready? If they're not ready. They have to be at least uh, 18 by the time they get ready to graduate because mm -hmm. we have taken students 17 mm -hmm. and they 18 by the end of that month. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause you have to be 18 to take the state certification and you have to have a high school diploma. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you know what, you know, we talked about this one expansion, but 
this really, I don't know if you can see the vision. This can really be bigger than what you're doing. I think this thing well, might spread out even more. You might have to take your line and build onto the <laughs> building you're in. Well, one thing I tell people that's unique about our program is our small classes. Mm-hmm. We will never have any more than eight students. And mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. Having been in, in education for I guess, on and off for 20, 30 years, I know that if you have, I've had classes where I've had 40 students in a class. Mm. There's no way you're going to reach people with mm-hmm. 40 people that you're trying to, I know the people in the back, they talking and laughing, they don't hear anything I say. Mm-hmm. So when I created the program, I wanted to be small so that I can make an impact and really invest in the students. And so that's what my heart desire is, that those who graduate from Ambassador will be unique Mm -hmm. because they will have strong knowledge, strong work ethics, and a love for taking care of people. Absolutely. Because the ratio, I mean, it's more direct. Yes. So you have a greater impact because you'll know right away who's getting what you're saying, who's not, who's, you know, it's kind of hard to not pay attention when the person's standing in front of you. There you go. You can see eight people <laughs> at one time. <laughs> you, so you know. someone said to me, well, well, Dr. Felton, your program is, is what if when it grows, what's going to happen? I said, I'm going to still have a, a, maybe another campus with eight students. Eight students. <laughs> That's all we're going to have. But when you think about it, though, it is so critical that if you're going to make sure that everybody's successful, they need that attention. Yes. So that part really does make sense because of the industry being so um, I mean, you mess with someone's life. Right. So that's that's mm-hmm. serious. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. that's serious. Even, you know, no, you're not a doctor. No, you can't, you know, sp- prescribe mm-hmm. things. But the whole thing is you're the first point of contact to the next level. Absolutely. And I tell the students that all the time. You are the ears and eyes of the nurse. Mm-hmm. We as nurses need you. But we need good nursing assistance that's going to love and take care of the patients because we depend on you. Mm. I said their scope of practice is all about safety and comfort. Without that Cena as a nurse, if I have 30 patients and that Cena may have 10 or 12, I know I can depend on that Cena to come to me and say, Miss Felton, such and such has happened in this room. So we need good Cenas. Now tell me this. What about um, communications? I know um, my mother, she was a nursing assistant for 38 years, and she, charting, that's, my mama used to talk about charting. So is that still something that's done where you have to write everything down for the nurse? But the nice thing about it now is charting is all electronic. Mm-hmm. So you can have pre-prepared uh, sentences, pre-prepared uh, oh, wow. comments on the computer, and all you do is just check. Mm-hmm. And very little writing is done because most things are already set up in a computer where you can identify quickly mm-hmm. what's going on with the patient. That makes a lot of difference. It does. It, and does. it makes it so much easier. Okay. Now tell everybody the address so that we can um, we can get over there. So everybody, the new address. The new address is 26647 Southfield Road in Lathrop Village. We're between 696 and Lincoln Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what would be a nice landmark right there if uh, if you stand on a, if you, right there on six ninety six? There's two things that's happening. AT AT and T is on a corner. Mm-hmm. If you stand where AT and T is at and you look to your left, mm-hmm. 
at a 45 degree angle, you'll see the school. Not a 45 degree angle, Dr. Feldman. She said, at a, she said at a 45 degree angle. Yeah. She precise, okay? She said, girl, if you look at a 45 degree angle. <laughs> to <laughs> your like, left, <laughs> you'll see our school. Okay. The other landmark, they're building a new service station mm-hmm. right there on Southfield Road about a half a block from 696. Okay. And we're the next block over from the service station. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely be there, and and please come out and celebrate with Dr. Felden Ambassadors Institute. I'm so happy that you took time to be here today. Uh, but we have an incredible business partnership that's not going anywhere. No, you can't absolutely. get rid of me. <laughs> me either. <laughs> yes, Detroit City Deals. We're so blessed to have you, and uh, we're just gonna keep. Elevating, expanding, absolutely moving up. So, thank you again. Thank you. Another episode of DetroitCityDeals.com. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Grow your business and get your business listed today. That's right, DetroitCityDeals.com. Right now, we have a very special offer for only $9.99 a month. You can grow your business. Just like that. When I say just like that, I mean just like that on Detroit City. For more information, call 248-826-0306. Again, that's 248-826-0306. Or visit www.DetroitCityDeals.com or email us info at DetroitCityDeals.com.